Hello and welcome to episode 57 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 57 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast, the only podcast by, for, and about screenplays and screenplay writers. We are your hosts, I'm Ryan. Hey, my name's Nathan. And we are pretty excited to be here, back for you for episode 57. Thanks so much for downloading and tuning in. Pretty excited to be here. Super excited. What, uh, What are you most excited about right now, Nathan? Uh, I'm jazzed on, uh, well, new socks and underwear, uh, finally splurged, got some new ones, feeling comfortable, feeling clean, uh, in these, in these trying times of summer, it's always important to do stuff like that for yourself to make yourself feel better. Couldn't agree more. It's hot and hazy here in Vancouver. Uh, fog of smoke descending on the city. It would make a great screenplay. And I'm working on one called uh, the, the Smoke Haze. It's uh, about just what it sounds like. Forest fires are taking place throughout the, the, the province, throughout Western North America. And uh, it's descending on the city, and then some supernatural stuff happens within the city, um, which I haven't worked out what that's going to be yet, but I'm working my way through it. Sounds sounds like a good idea for a screenplay. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of good ideas for a screenplay, Nathan and I are pretty excited uh, because we have planned, and we've had this planned for a long, long time now. This Saturday, we are hosting a live performance of the Screenplay Writers Podcast live from Claremont Community Center Hall at Claremont Community Center. You're not going to want to miss this. It's something, again, we've been planning, Nathan, what, for eight or nine months? Just to the very last detail. It's been a big, long time to plan this out. It's been quite the effort, but... Quite the effort. We're super excited to see everybody there, all the fans. Um, of course, we'll be selling merch, and we'll be doing all of your favorite segments live. Yep. Um, tickets are only $35.99, uh, plus service fees and additional charges. Yep. So... Make sure to snag them up quick because we're hoping that it'll sell out. Yeah. Now, when I said that uh, we had planned every last detail, we actually planned every last detail except for one, and that one was telling people about this event. Yeah. We booked the hall uh, eight months ago. We ordered the chairs. We mapped out where the chairs were going to go, the audio. We got an audio guy uh, Charlene, who's going to be there, audio woman. She's going to uh, fantastic, best sound in the city. It's going to sound amazing. Like our sound checks have been off the roof, just perfect, perfect. You could hear a pin drop in there, but we forgot to publicize and tell people about it. It truly is interesting how this works. I'm not sure how it happened. I feel like it must be when we we migrated from iCalendar to uh, yep. Google Calendar recently. We were kind of we're switching over all of our systems, and I feel like it must have gotten lost somewhere because after we came back from camp, we realized, oh, my goodness, the live episode is next week. It's so soon. Yeah, it's, we, we had thought we were sold out of the yeah. live event, 
but turns out we hadn't sold any tickets yet because we hadn't told anyone about it, and we just only occurred to us then. We have the posters printed up. We have the ones that 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 are normal, and then we also have ones that we got made where we photoshopped a little like stamped sold out over the yeah. ticket price yeah. etc so we're going to put those up afterwards around the city yeah we need to get them up quick though because yeah. i feel like there won't be much delay between the two poster times yeah yeah no we had hoped to put the sold out posters we were excited about those sold out posters we wanted those to go up as soon as possible to just point out that it was sold out um but i agree we should still use them it's going to be not quite accurate um, for the for at least a couple of days before it gets sold out, but yeah. probably soon it will be sold out, and we'll be we'll be uh, telling the truth. Yeah, I should uh, remind me to bring those frames. I, bu- I bought us both on Amazon perfect poster frames for those sold out posters. So I awesome. think it's going to be going to look really good in our walls. <sighs> yeah. Beautiful. Well, today's episode is all about cinematography, and really though it's all about talking about our upcoming event this Saturday at Claremont Community Hall Center, which we're going to be talking about some really interesting things all about screenplays and screenplay writing. We're expecting 220 uh, guests. That's the capacity of Claremont Mm -hmm. Community Center Hall, which is a beautiful venue, good acoustics. Stunning venue. We're hoping that we can get more people kind of like sitting on the stairs and stuff too. So yeah. don't worry about the numbers. Just come. We'll fit you in. Yeah. We've been working with the ushers there just to make sure that, that that'll be not a problem. Everyone's yeah. getting in. Also, people buy tickets and they don't show up. I'm sure there'll be scalpers, etc. Yeah. So If you don't have a ticket, just show up. We'll get you in there somehow. We told the fire department not to come. Yeah. That night we specifically said, there's not going to be any trouble at this community center this Saturday, so don't even stop by. Exactly. So we can put people in the aisles and no one will get in trouble. And we're fine with that. Yeah, we really, it really is. It's community space and it's a community night. We're going to be taking audience Q&A questions. Yes. We're going to be opening up the floor to everyone, all of the fans. Well, we'll we've also booked the hall for an additional five hours afterwards for meet and greets, yep. uh, drinks if you want to hang out with us. Yep. Um, and we also have gift zone, which is like we rented a table. If you have any, uh, if you want to leave us a gift, if you want to leave you us leave a it gift on that table, leave it on the table. Yeah. Make sure it doesn't go on. We will have it clearly marked with a little red carpet. So yeah. you know exactly where to put the gifts. Yeah. We like electronics, technological stuff related to recording, recording pens, equipment. paper. We like all that stuff for totally. screenwriting. Writing. We've read all the books, so don't get us any books, please. We don't read. Yeah, donate those to a local bo- a used bookstore or something because yeah. we have read them already. Yeah, I'm also like looking for a new them. MacBook Pro. Mm. Um, yeah, I want the... Um, well, with the touch bar. Preferably so. with extra RAM. Extra RAM, he yeah. likes his RAM. I do like my RAM it's simply because I'm commu- computing so much. I don't know. You are. That's you have me. a lot of windows open. Yeah. You need a lot of RAM. I think that's personally reasonable. Now I buy more RAM anytime I buy a MacBook. Exactly. And we're, we're frequently buying those bad boys. So. Yeah. Because yeah. we burn them out. Oh, I go through a MacBook like that. It is yeah, so quick months. for me. 18 it's months. 18 months is the magic number. Yep. So, yeah, come on down. Um, it's going to be fun. That's it's ultimately fun. what we want is, yeah. it, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's not about us and our egos. Yeah, as long as it's sold out, for us, it's a, it's about the community. Yes. we want, After it's sold out, then it's about the community, and that's what we like. Yes. You know, number one is sales. Number two is 
community questions, answering your questions. So bring them. Bring your script surgeries. Bring your log lines. We're going to have an audience log line session where we're going to vol- ask for volunteers to read out your log lines in front of 220 people. And more. Because we'll, we, have, we more, already yeah, yeah. The, ca- called the fire department. Some more. Yeah. yeah. And we'll give it a thumbs up, thumbs down. We'll just be brutal and honest. And only go some, up there. We'll be a little bit more kind yeah. than we are to each other. Yeah, we'll be we'll be slightly more kind just because we don't know you as well, obviously. Even though it probably feels like you know us from how many hours you've logged listening to our podcast. But exactly. I actually thought of a funny gag that I'm going to do, which is I, I'm planning on bringing my shredder from home, and I'm going to put it up on stage. And of course, when people come up and they want us to sign their screen pro- screenplays at the end of the night, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip flip through one really quickly, and then I'm gonna go, oh, I'm gonna shred it. But of course, I won't, and the shredder shredder won't be plugged in because there's no outlets on, that close to the stage. But I'll uh, give the script back. Of course, I'll sign it too, and then I'll also probably put a funny funny note or something, uh, so you can look back on it later. So yeah, we'll we'll sign your title pages. Uh, yeah. Brilliant. If you have our headshots, which are available online and stuff, you can yes. bring those as well to sign. Yeah, yeah, we will sign anything. We will sign anything. All right, let's talk about this episode, number 57, which is on cinematography. Um, obviously, cinematography is one of the top 20 things you want to consider when creating a screenplay um you actually have a lot of power as the screenplay writer to inform the cinematography of your screenplay right nathan Mm -hmm. totally what are the top two ways that you can insert some guidance for the cinematographer who may not be as experienced as you are as the screenplay writer to really let that person know here's what you should be thinking about when doing the cinematography for my screenplay yeah it is one of those things where it's like oftentimes these people you know they it's just kind of a role that needs to be filled on the crew and oftentimes they're straight out of film school or often they're just kind of found on craigslist so they won't really have the film knowledge or understanding that a true screenplay writer would. Yeah. Um, so you often need to kind of break things down in rudimentary ways. Um, yeah. So uh, like when I'm writing a screenplay, I think it's all about zooms and fades, which mm. is like zoom in here, please. And I'll put that in bold. Yeah. And then I'll say, I'll say fade to next scene because I use a lot, use a lot of cross fades and stuff. Yeah. And it's, and then for like tonally, I feel like you can just kind of be like, this is sort of like Wes Anderson and then they'll figure it out because you got to give them that direct comparison. If you, if you say, oh, it's, um, it's, uh, the, it's all colorful and nice and they will process that their brain will be like doing, and it's like flicking a penny off a roof. It's, uh, yeah. There's just truly nothing going on in there, and no. it really helps if you can break things down as much as possible in, in the simplest of terms. Absolutely. And when I do screenplay writing, I usually include a cinematographer's note at the beginning of each of my screenplays, which I write a little note that informs the cinematographer things like how popular I expect this screenplay to be, how much money I expect it to take in and therefore what sort of style of cinematography you want to convey based on the popularity. So I might say this is in like a Harry Potter type of screenplay in terms of potential potential for revenue. 
generating. Or this is like a LucasArts picture in terms of it's going to bring in a lot of merchandising, which will raise a lot of revenues. And therefore, you're going to want to do a nice cinematography that is very populist, very revenue generating. A lot of these times, you got to motivate these people yeah. with money. You got to say, it's, it's obviously we're all about the art, but we also care about making money too and how much money our, our movies are bringing in. So it's really, really helpful to be like, I'm expecting this to, to gross three billion, five billion, yeah, ten billion, whatever yeah, yeah. you whatever you feel like your screenplay deserves. Yeah, you put that right up front in a little cinematographer's note. Yeah, and that way it's immediately communicated that they get it. They're like, this is this is going to be a big one, a price, or it's going to be a smaller or a one. smaller one. Yeah, but yeah. you want to shoot for the big ones in reality, Absolutely. right? Because why Every wouldn't time. you want? This is the funny thing. I this is the kind of the problem I have with independent film and uh and that sort of thing is like why wouldn't you want your mon- your movie to make a lot of money shoot for the shoot for the top you know for me i have a mission impossible level uh floor basically everything i shoot for should be above the lowest revenue generating mission impossible yeah. movie uh and that's just what i aim for because to me that's you know that's table stakes Okay, if it's not bringing in two hundred twenty uh, million, why did I make it? Uh, that's why I asked myself. So, yeah, bit of a Mission Impossible. It's uh, a Mission Possible. Yeah, it's a Mission Im- Mission Possible is exactly right, and that's uh, how we do that. Let's do script surgery. Scalpel. Dialogue. Character development. Jokes. Plot points. Today on Script Surgery, uh, which is where we tear down a screenplay and we rewrite it from the ground up in a way that would be a successful, workable screenplay, Mm -hmm. unlike its original state. Uh, Today we're going to talk about a popular one out there called Crazy Rich Asians. Crazy Rich Asians. Based on a book. Based on a book. Adapted screenplay. Yeah. Popular book. Yeah. Tell that great title, engaging title, engaging cover of the novel, which I did not read because I don't read novels. But I read the screenplay multiple times, multiple times. And first thing that struck me about this one is how evocative it is uh, on the title page. Crazy Rich Asians. What a dynamic title. What an interesting and engaging series of words. Exactly. You got your three things. What it. Who are they? Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. What's their financial status? Rich. Where do they come from? Asia. I honestly don't. I, every title should be like that. Yes, it should. It's the three word hairs rule. Mm-hmm. Your title should have three words and they should all be very descriptive. Mm-hmm. And that should be your title. And that's the end Who, of the story. Who, what, where. Who, what, where. Summed it up Some perfectly. cases, what color, but... Well, not all, but crazy rich Asians. I'm going to be controversial here and say I loved it. Yeah, it was great. It was a it great movie. It was fantastic screenplay from cover page to final word to the end, and it performed beautifully on screen. Whoever and at the box the office is making a lot of money, and this box is exactly office, what we're great. talking about. This is what we're talking about. This is a perfect example of what we're talking about. Absolutely, and part of the reason for that. Is the cinematography. Yep. Um, and 
the direction given in the screenplay to the cinematographer who I'm just guessing doesn't have as much experience as the screenplay writer. Surely not. But they did uh, very well. Exactly. And you can almost guarantee that there was a cinematographer's note at the beginning of the screenplay. And was there? You can guarantee it because it's true. And you can also guarantee there was a cinematographer involved. Yeah. Because it's clear seeing this picture that there was cinematography throughout not just in the opening scene not or the closing scene. Not just in the climax. Scene. Yeah, it there was, was everywhere. There was definite cinematography. The, his fingerprints were everywhere. His or her fingerprints were everywhere throughout the screenplay on f- screen. Just evidence of the importance of uh, cinematography. You you truly need it. You can't get away without it, essentially. No, you can't. Let's do Logline Cage Match. Today on Logline Cage Match, we are... What are we going to do, Nathan? We're going to go back through some of our previous Logline Cage Match, a little segment we're calling Logline Cage Match Update. Today on Logline Cage Match Update, I wanted to revisit a screenplay that I've been reworking on just in the past couple weeks because... Seen a lot of inspiring screenplays, and it reminded me of my own work. Uh, so I revisited it and thought, "Boy, this is fantastic! I wouldn't change a word of this." It's called Little Miss Journalist. It's the inspiring story of a grade seven student who discovers that the Prime Minister of Canada has committed fraud against her uncle, and she refuses to take no for an answer. It's Little Miss Journalist, and that's the log line. I've, of course, written eight drafts of it, um, and each so, one totally different from the last. Really? Okay, so then how do you feel like looking back on that log line? Do you still, it still captures the true meaning of what the film is now, being so long into the draft process? You know what? It does. Yeah. It, uh, it captures it in a nutshell very succinctly, very crisp and clearly. Uh, surprised I haven't sold this one yet, but I think it's just the environment, atmosphere right now surrounding journalism. People aren't really interested in buying journalism stories right now, but I predict in three months they will be hot. Mm-hmm. They will be hot, and yeah. we will be able to sell that just very quickly. Well, that about does it for this episode. Again, come on out this Saturday to Claremont Community Center. We're going to be there, Nathan and I, holding court, answering questions. Bring your questions. We're going to answer them. It's going to be... It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. Oh, man. I'm really excited. We're, we're excited. So we're getting ready. We're going to go set up chairs right now. It's going to take us five days to set up the chairs, but it's worth it. We'll hope to see you there. As always, keep your dialogue snappy. Always keep writing.